Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Hello, spooky babes. Hello, Haley. Hello, Catherine. Hello, spooky babes. I hope you guys are doing great this week. And I hope you guys um, are excited to talk about a horror movie or a spooky movie with Haley and I. Haley. Catherine. How's your week been? Um, Fantabulous? It's been good, yeah. Wow. We got it. It's been good, friends. That means things looking up for her. (laughs) Wow. The first, like, eight episodes, it's like, how are you, Haley? (laughs) I'm alive. I'm alive. Well, yeah. Anywho. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, my life is going good right now. I'm just kind of (laughs) sleep deprived. That's fine. I'll survive. How have you been? Just working. Just working? Working. Nine to five. Oh, yeah. We did karaoke. We did karaoke this weekend. Yeah, that was so fun. So fun. I, like, almost lost my voice, though. Yeah, like, I lose my voice just from, like, singing along or, like, cheering for people. So I was like, I can only imagine, like, when I actually sing there. But, I don't know. I... I was telling um, my boyfriend when he was, like, telling us, like, oh, you guys are... He was, like, looking at me. He was, like, you are a good singer. What are you talking about? And I was, like, no, I'm not. I was, like, you're <laughs> obligated to compliment me and cheer me on. Like... You have to say that. Right. So I was just, like, did it really sound that good? Because I, I couldn't even tell I was singing. Because, like, I wasn't... Sh- I, I was just hearing you. Yeah. But apparently mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah, it was so fun. I'd do it. I'd do it again, but only with you though. I don't want to do it by myself. Or what about with your boyfriend? Uh, I know he would love that. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. So, Haley, what are we talking about today? Today. I it's... know if you guys listened to last week's, you already know. But. Oh well, yeah, I I never know if we're actually t- saying what we're talking about or not. I'm like, did we talk about that? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is Horror Week, guys, and I'm bringing you another little cult classic, I would say. <laughs> it definitely did not get that good of reviews when it first came out. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But we're going to be talking about a horror musical uh-huh. called Repo, the Genetic Opera. It was, it was pretty good. So I graced Catherine's eyeballs with this movie. Yeah. Or I, sh- I blessed her with this movie, I should say. <laughs> now, what did did you like? Like, what did you think of the movie? I thought it was really interesting. I um, I love I love musicals, and so like, 
adding horror to a musical is like mm. a double feature here mm. so like it was already on the right track for me <laughs> um i really liked the story and like the songs it was all pretty fun oh i love the music it's yeah so, good. so that movie came out in 2008 mm-hmm. it says when you look up the movie it says it's two and a half hours long it is not absolutely not it is not two and a half <laughs> hours long it is maybe an hour and a half yeah but I just thought that was funny because I was like, I'm, I don't know where they got that number. It could have been like with previews and credits or like, I don't know, like no. special effect, like special commentaries. Like, like I don't know. If you literally watch every con like bit of content this movie has to offer, right. special features and all. <laughs> but when I tell you, so like I said, this movie came out in 2008. I was what? What did I say? Like 12? Yeah. I watched this movie so many times. Like, <laughs> this is literally my religion. Like, I loved this movie. I feel like it I say that. It's definitely a very strange movie for a 12-year-old to be watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. It's not the movie that your parents probably yeah. should have let you be listen- watching or listening to. <laughs> no, they should not have. <laughs> like, when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, they really should have. <laughs> the movie's very bloody and kind of messed up. I feel like it's not that bloody, per se. Well, there's some gory parts, I mean, but it could yeah. be worse. Way worse. I mean, we've seen worse. Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast. That's very true. Um, But, the movie is classified as a science fiction gothic rock opera horror film. Fun. So I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's based in the future, like, I think, 50 years or so. And, uh, it gives me this, it's in the, f- steampunk, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives me like a steampunk kind of vibe, because it's futuristic, but it's also like Victorian kind of right. wear, right. too. Yeah, I just, I love the aesthetic of that movie. It's great. Quick little synopsis of this movie, Catherine. <laughs> uh, okay. <clears throat> Dead mom. <laughs> Dead mo- Same. Wow. So does the other one, though. Hide and seek. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Wow. I have a thing for dead moms, apparently. <laughs> dead mom. <laughs> um, <laughs> sick daughter. Evil scientist dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, guts people and takes their parts out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I didn't quite understand the grave robber. <laughs> like, where he was coming from. <laughs> you didn't understand him? Like, I mean, he seemed, like, so extra. He was just unnecessary. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I um, disagree on that one, but... <laughs> I think that it would have been fine with or without him. We would not have gone in we wouldn't have gotten any information about Zydrate or <laughs> addiction to Zydrate and then that That's literally like one of his biggest scenes. I know. <laughs> Zydrate comes in a little glass <laughs> <laughs> And then they had to give Terrence a little part in it, I guess. I guess so. I get oh, in the um the original play that they wrote, he played the grave robber in the uh, tomb. So I was like, reprising your role, my guy. Um, oh yeah. Anyway, um, big corporation yes. steals steals uh, organs, and uh, blackmails evil scientist dad 
dad dies. Spoiler! (laughs) Shiloh. Sad. Shiloh. Sad. Okay. All right. The end. The the end. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) That movie sounds so interesting, Catherine. I mean, you like it, so... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So... So, yes, it is a futuristic movie based in, like, 2050. Whatever. We'll probably be dead by then. Whatever. No. Well, we'll probably no. be in our 60s or 70s. I don't think the world's going to survive past 2030. Uh, don't tell me that. Why? I mean, there's only nine years left. Yeah. So, live it up. Anyway. So, Repo. It's based in 2050. There was an epidemic of organ failures. So... There was no help, and then, you know, even now, like, organ transplants are hard, like, to to get, like, you're on a waiting list, years, months, years, whatever. So, this man, Roddy Largo, he creates this company called Geneco, who makes artificial organs, Uh and uh, basically saves the world, pretty much. So, everyone's like... He's one of the most powerful men <laughs> in this world right, right. now. Um, and he is a good daddy. <laughs> I mean, he could. He got the money. <laughs> He's, no. Awful man, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. You don't actually want to, like... <laughs> no, he's horrible. Um, but he has three kids. There's Luigi Largo, Pavi Largo, and Amber Sweet. Yes. But... Her name, I actually saw this, like, I didn't, her name is, like, Carmela Largo, yeah. but she's a performer and wants to be a performer, so yeah. she goes by Amber Sweet, but. Yeah. They mentioned that in the movie. Hmm? They mentioned that in the movie. Carmela? No, they mentioned that she changed her name. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I know, but I didn't realize her name was Carmela. Awful yeah, kids for, for his Rats. legacy, but, yeah. He created Jinko, saved the world. He, obviously, since he works in the health department with organs and everything he has doctors and one of his employees was nathan wallace roddy was with this girl marnie for a little bit 17 years ago to be way out of his league way out of his way yeah (laughs) so they were in love for a little bit and then marnie left roddy for nathan which caused roddy to become angry <laughs> and marnie became pregnant with shiloh mm-hmm. and she got really sick uh nathan thought that he could cure her but what he didn't know is that roddy snuck poison into his lab so then she got poisoned and died but nathan was able to save his daughter and he raised her but roddy used this blackmail as you say to becoming the repo man yeah because you know, if you can't... Some people couldn't afford these transplants. Yeah. So they did, like, a payment plan, whatever. And when they couldn't make the payments... Possess the yeah, organs. They, yeah, exactly. They repossessed the organs. And not very nicely. nicely. <laughs> so he used the blackmail to basically make him kill these people, take their organs for the company. Uh, but Shiloh doesn't know. And this has been going on for 17 years now. Shiloh is now 17, and she's not able to go outside because she got from that poison. Her blood got diseased, so she has this blood disease, and 
it causes her where she can't go outside or anything. So Shiloh doesn't know that her dad is Repo Man. Yeah. Shiloh despises the Repo Man, thinks it's wrong, obviously. Shiloh goes out into this... She goes to her mom's grave one day, mm-hmm. and she ends up going outside and seeing Grave Robber. Yeah. And, you know, he starts singing, telling her about uh, what Zydrate is, and it's the... It's basically an anesthetic kind of, or, yeah, it's basically anesthesia that they yeah. kind of use, it's a, but it's also a very it's addicting like a drug. drug. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, and it's extracted from the dead, so he was, you know, st- he's a great robber who was yeah. stealing some Zydrate from some corpses and stuff, and then so he's kind of telling her about everything, and then they get caught, but then they get let go because obviously her dad's Rebo Man. Right. She wakes up. Back in her bed, and her dad's like, makes her think she's crazy, completely gaslights her. Like, that's true. Like, you're crazy. What you talking about, honey? Like, yeah. I don't know what you Like, 17 years worth of gaslighting. Like, <laughs> mm hmm. He just tries to keep her close. But basically, Roddy, the creator of Jinko and everything, he's dying. Yeah. So, this is what sets everything in motion. He's dying. So he's trying to find the right heir to Jinko. And none of his kids are worthy. Right. Amber's a fucking spoiled brat that's addicted to Zydrate. Yeah. And is just a brat. Yeah. And then Pavi is a whore <laughs> and a face-stealing one at that. Like, right. he let, he cuts people's faces off and wears them. <laughs> and then Luigi Largo he is got just... so much anger. <laughs> yeah, he is full of anger. Like he always had through the whole movie, he's always got a knife with him. You got you get his coffee order wrong, he'll kill you. Right. Like literally, he right. stabbed Th- that one part where like this girl ran into him with a brain yeah. and got blood on his shirt, and he was like, nah, 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 like yeah. stab, stab, you know, <laughs> stab, stab, stab. <laughs> uh, yeah, movie's wild, but yes. So Roddy's fine. He's like, you know what? Shiloh, my ex-lover's daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take her. But she, like I said, doesn't know that her dad is Repo. He, Roddy kind of takes Shiloh under his wing and shows her the outside world and everything. And starts to manipulate her to go against her father more. And become more of a rebel. Right. And then, you know, the, the final scene of the movie... Uh, Roddy promises to give her a cure for her blood disease if she captures the Repo Man. So she does, realizes it's her dad, feels betrayed, hates her dad. Nathan's like, you know what? All right, fine. Like, we're gonna, I'm gonna kill Roddy kind of thing. So the last part of the movie is Roddy trying to get Shiloh to kill her dad. And she's like, what? No, I'm not gonna do that. And then... Shiloh's like, you used my mother's death to use my father. Now you're trying to use my father's death to use me. Right. And she is refusing to kill him. And then Roddy is like, you know what? Fuck it. And kills or shoots Nathan. And then Roddy dies from his disease, like right there. Yeah. And then Shiloh and her dad have this really sad song that I usually cry to. I didn't cry when we watched it, though. (laughs) But... It's a really sad song where they're, like, you know, expressing their love for each other. Gross. I know. <laughs> it just hit a little too close to home for me. 
because they talk about her losing her mom and then how the dad wishes that it was him instead of the mom and right. I'm just like <gasps> my heart my heart um but yeah and then right after the song he dies and then she's finally free yeah like she's not actually sick she's finally able to go into the world and then it wraps up like an actual play like the grave robber is like like i said like the narrator for the whole movie yeah and he's like basically explaining what happened and then he's like hmm, like what's gonna happen next you know right. and then we find out in like a little cutscene at the end that uh amber took over yeah whatever and that's the end and then um that they were talking about making a sequel, but I don't know if they'll, like, pick it up in a few years or not. I heard, I saw that they, like, lost the rights or something to it because they hadn't made something in so long. But they didn't do that great in the box office, I guess. So, right. it, it did get released limitedly. Yeah. In, like, ten theaters. Yeah. Now, I always talk about budgets. So, how much do you think this budget was for this Two movie? Two million. Two million? Nah, it's more than that. Five million. More. Sixty. Less. Oh. <laughs> it's uh their budget was eight point five million. Jeez. And how much do you think they made in the box office? <laughs> one million. Not even one million. Not even. Not even close. Hundred thousand. <laughs> That's pretty close. So in box office they made one hundred eighty eight thousand and one hundred and twenty six dollars. <laughs> ah. I was like, any like, any like business person knows like <laughs> that's a bad return for your money. Oof. I was like, that's awful. <laughs> I was gonna say a hundred thousand, but then I was like, no, couldn't be for an eight million dollar movie. Well, <laughs> there you go. Not even an eighth of of what they put into it. Nope, not even. Um. But yes, they only made that much. I mean, I, I don't know what they made on like DVD sales, obviously. Because yeah. honestly, I didn't even know that this was released in theaters at all. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just straight to DVD. Because, yeah. I mean, the majority, yes, it was. It only was like in 10 theaters, I think. But they did uh, little road shows to promote it. And I guess that got the main traction for them. Uh, and then a lot of fan-run road trips. So, basically over the years, this movie has become like ro- like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like, right. it, it at first didn't do so well, but it's slowly, like, gained a cult following. Right. Um, which, I guess I'm part of that, because <sighs> I love, I love this movie so much. It's, I like musicals, but I'm, I don't usually, like, pick musicals. Right. As, like, Yes. But I really do like this movie. It's got a killer soundtrack. No pun intended. <laughs> it's so good. The story's good. It's got twists and turns and stuff. But it was based off of a um, previous screenplay by uh, Terrence... Den- um, I know I'm not going to say his name right. Uh, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terrence Dunnich. Zunich. It's... Z- Z D U N I C H. Okay. Zdinch. Zdinch. Oh my god. Sorry, Terrence. I'm so sorry. I loved you in the movie, though. Um, 
he's not listening to this podcast. But, anyway. <laughs> um, but Terrence and then Darren Smith, they wrote the screenplay. So it's based off of a screenplay called The Necro Merchant's Debt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, <laughs> it's funny. So the inspiration for this movie came back in 1996. Mm-hmm. So the year I was born. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Darren Smith drew inspiration for, uh, for this whole bank, uh, bankruptcy repossession of organs thing uh, because his friend was going through bankruptcy uh-huh. and had his possessions repossessed. Yeah. And he was like, hmm, you know what? <laughs> Let's try this with organs. Like, I was like, that's crazy. That's weird. That is really weird. Uh, he came up with the idea of a future where not only one's property, but also one's body parts could be repossessed. And then, actually, that was crazy. So that that screenplay was first performed in uh, 2002 at the John Rayet Theater. It got a lot of success and good reviews, unlike the movie, unfortunately. <sighs> they expanded the universe. Originally, actually, it was just the story of a grave robber who was in debt to a repo organ man. Uh-huh. That was that was it. Yeah. Um but due to the success in 2002, they decided to expand it and it became Repo the Genetic Opera in later in 2002. Gradually more characters and music were right uh brought up in like 2005. So I just thought this was interesting, like just little like facts fun facts. It's fun fact. <laughs> but in the original like play, Roddy in one of the earliest performances was not the father to Luigi, Pavi mm-hmm. or Amber. Uh, instead, he was the younger brother to Luigi and Pavi, and Amber was Luigi's daughter. Ooh, weird. I know that's weird. I don't like that. I know it's so weird. <laughs> um, they had a song called "But This Is Opera," but they did they cut that out. Um, I guess to change the direction of. After years of it being performed as a stage play, uh, it was adapted into a 10-minute short film. 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also directed and financed by Darren Smith, or uh, Darren Boozman. And it was so they could pitch it to film studios. Oh. And, uh, of course, uh, Lionsgate uh-huh. picked it up, Twisted Pictures, and... Um, a lot of the people who worked on the Saw franchise uh-huh. picked up this movie, and I was like, of course they did. Right. <laughs> but I'd have it no other way, because I love the Saw movies. <laughs> Speaking of the music. Yes. It was produced by ex-Japan leader Yoshiki. Oh. Hopefully I'm saying that right. I don't know. We don't care. I do! <laughs> and I'm just like, Masterpiece. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. <laughs> it's so great. I love it. So, when I was 12. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. It was just like grabbed hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we almost touched. Oh. <laughs> no, but, uh, when I was 12, like when I said I was obsessed with this movie, I literally watched all the bonus features. I watched <laughs> um, the movie multiple times and with the audio commentary over top. Yeah. So where you can't hear the movie, you just hear them talking. Right. And it was... I. Th- it was the director. It was Alexa Vega who plays Shiloh. Yeah. And I for and I think Terrence was over. It's been so many years, but <sighs> they were just talking about the movie and 
all the behind the scenes stuff and I was just so intrigued. In the movie, Amber Sweet is played by Paris Hilton. Yeah. And she actually helped, she brought a lot of the costumes on and she also helped fund it. Uh So that's like one of the main facts that I learned from those. And then they did talk about doing a sequel and I was like, oh my god, yes, please do. But it's been... So long. It's been so... It's been over 10 years. Yeah. Like, it's probably not going to happen. Know. Probably not. <laughs> um, but since they... Like I said, they lost the rights to it and they didn't do that so... They didn't do so well. Um, but since they lost like the rights to it and they probably aren't going to do the sequel because it's been so long, it um, caused... Uh, Terrence and Darren to make the Devil's Carnival. Okay. And I kind of read a little bit about it. Basically, these people... It's another horror musical. Yeah. Basically, these people die in the beginning, and then they're, they go to hell, or they're, they're in, like, purgatory. Yeah. Hell, whatever. And that's as far as I, like, read into it, because I want to watch it. Right. Because I was like, oh, it sounds it sounds interesting. And yeah. it has, like, some of the character, or actors from Repo coming back. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Catherine, <laughs> I've never seen this movie. So, shocker. I, I'd watch it. It's very hard to find a movie I haven't seen. <laughs> but that that might be one we could do. Yeah, this movie didn't get any well, good reviews. What was, what was the review, like, out of 10? Uh, 6.6. Oh, that's not that bad, actually. I mean, yeah. It it's could be worse. Great, but, like... It... it could be way worse. <laughs> uh, it got 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. 40 percent 40 yeah a lot of people were saying that it was just it was gross or and i'm like you just don't understand art <laughs> you just don't understand art <laughs> spoken like a true fucking hipster <laughs> oh god um it got a lot of mixed negative reviews and a lot of people were oh, like this person said I spent the vast majority of the film either bored or squirming with discomfort over the cheap bore, the arrhythmic songs, and the phenomenally bombastic performances. <laughs> I didn't think it was bad. I actually liked it. But, I don't know, it's just my opinion. Anyway. I don't know. It really depends on, like, what you're looking for in a movie, honestly. Yeah. I, I thought, like, for what it was, it was really interesting and, like... I mean, okay, so not everyone loves musicals, so could it have been that someone who gave it a negative review just wasn't that interested in a musical? They wanted something more horror? You Maybe. you could have taken Repo in a completely different direction and make it dark and gritty. Yeah. And not a musical. Right. And that would be super cool, too. Which? I mean, these people didn't, but they did later come out with a movie called Repo Men. Okay. And it's, like, the same concept. Yeah. But there, there's no music. And right. it's... It's more... I, I don't think it's that bloody. It's it's more reality. Yeah. Than anything. But it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I forgot the guy's name. It's got uh, Forrest Whitaker in it. I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... I was he one of the repo men? Hmm? Was he one of the repo men? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> almost like... Well, like I said, it's like a reality kind of thing. They're, um, they work for a company that repossesses organs and stuff, but a lot of the people that they do repossess from are, like, the poor, so yeah. it's, like, they're high society and, like, poor society. Right. So, 
Yeah. And then one of the repo guys falls in love with one of the poor girls. So. Oh. Gross. <laughs> so she's like, I need to be. He's like, I need to save her. So then he like goes against his whole company and, yeah. <laughs> anyway, dumb love stories. <laughs> right. I did show my boyfriend this movie like two days ago, and he thought it was cool. Uh, he said it was very unique and interesting and different. Yeah. But he he likes that type of music. So and he loves musicals. So. Right. I think you definitely have to be interested in musicals to watch it. For sure. Like, in the least bit. And then you also have to, like, uh, I don't know. You have to want to follow the story. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't want to, it's, it, you're not going to like it. Like, if you don't, if you, if you want, if you want to take the bad reviews into heart and then watch the movie being like, this is going to be so stupid. It's going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. But if you take it in and, like, watch it. You know, with an open mind, it's actually pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I think it is too. I just think it's sad that over the years it's become more of a cult classic for what when it was back then because then we could have had a sequel. <laughs> well, I don't even know what they would have done. They talked about doing a prequel, and yeah. I was like, okay. Like the story of Barney? Yeah. Yeah. This, probably like, well, how the pandemic happened. Oh, yeah. And then came to be. Oh, my God, they talk about Rona. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, that'd be crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand like what they would do as a sequel unless it's about like Amber running the company, right? Oh, but also awful. like <laughs> that doesn't seem very interesting. Like Mm-mm. I feel like you can't go anywhere with that, right? And that would be the ten minute so short film, pe- right? And so many people died in this movie, so like there, <laughs> there's not a ton of characters left. To play in the next sequel, you exactly. know, like exactly. So I feel like also it wasn't very. It didn't lend itself to a sequel very well. If anything, a prequel would have made more sense. Yeah, I think the prequel. If they did a one, they should do a prequel. I think that'd be interesting. Definitely talk about Marnie and then her betrayal. Yeah, definitely dig deeper into Marnie because like we got to see like a glimpse of Marnie and like where she played, what character she played in the movie. But, like, more of why she left. Like, what made her go from Ronnie to Nathan, like, so fast? Because, you know, when they were doing the backstory for all those characters, it was, like, 17 years ago. 17, like, it was always 17 years ago, and I'm like, so within 17 years, she left Roddy, met Nathan, got pregnant, and got married, and got pregnant with Nathan's baby. Like, dang, girl. Right. You fast. So, like, more information on, like, that kind of thing would be a better, like, prequel-sequel thing to do. Right. I mean, I, I what would you give it on your scale? It gets a high rating just because it's a musical. Um, so, I'd say, like, a 7.5. Okay. At least. It's not a perfect movie, but I would probably give it, like, a, an 8. An 8, yeah. I was going to say an 8, but I don't know. You're, like, half off for that grave robber. <laughs> that pointless grave I robber. Care. I just didn't care about the grave robber. Like, it, I understand he was there to help move the story along. And, like, with musicals, you do need to have that character that helps move the story along. And he helped Shiloh get out of the yes. multiple spots. I understand. I'm just saying. <laughs> I didn't. I just didn't. I didn't like him. <laughs> and you were, like, I used to think he was hot. And I'm, like... Ew. Hey, I was 12. 
I don't know if that makes it worse or not. You had a bad taste when you were 12. I have a bad taste You have taste bad taste now. now. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I, w- I mean, 7.5 to 8. I think that's a good rating for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought 6.6 was generous, honestly. For someone... for. For people who were not maybe expecting that kind of movie, right. 6.6 is generous. I thought it was going to get something like a, a 4 or something. like. Right, yeah. Because, again, if you're not expecting that kind of movie, you're not interested in that kind of movie, you're not going to give it a good rating. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, it's a musical? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to Ugh. listen to the music for an hour and a half? <laughs> the, I like the music, though. I thought the music was great. I know, my favorite songs were always with Nathan. Yeah. Yeah. What was your favorite song, if you remember? I like the one with the siblings. Oh, the Mark It Up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that then I like, uh, I liked a lot of Shiloh's songs. The Infected in Seventeen? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, like the one when she was singing with Joan Jett. Oh, yeah, Joan Jett makes a small appearance in this. Yes. Like, I was surprised that they got someone like Joan Jett in the movie. Yeah. The guy that plays Nathan is Anthony Stewart Head, who, for my Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans out there, plays Giles. Oh my god. Like, literally, he was the selling point for this movie for me. <laughs> it was him and Alexa Vega. I know. I saw Alexa Vega, and I was like, that's not Alexa Vega. <laughs> I looked back at you, and I was like, she looks familiar. She's like, You're like, yeah, she shows my kids. She's Alexa Vega. And I'm like... No 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 She looks familiar, though. I, I, that's what I thought she was, but, but no, it, it's her. <laughs> so, okay, a little mini, little mini fun fact. It's, it's not entirely about the movie, but, so, I said that the people that worked on Saw also worked on this movie. They did take a lot of the characters from Saw. So, the girl in the beginning, yeah. at the very beginning, gets her heart taken out. Yeah. She's in Saw 2. Yeah. And then the guy that gets turned into a puppet, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? He's in Saw 3. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which I don't think came out yet, if I remember. I think Alexa Vega got a part in this movie because her little sister played in Saw 1. She played oh. the little the little girl that gets kidnapped. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Carrie Elway's oh, daughter. yeah. Yeah, I, I was like... Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's why. But, yeah. I just thought that, I thought that was funny. Um, that's Repo the Genetic Opera. Yeah. Thank you, Haley. You're you're welcome. Thank you for gracing us with the, the knowledge, which is Repo. <laughs> <laughs> you're very welcome. I, uh, what is it? It's on... I know it's on Amazon Prime, but it was only for like nine days when we watched it. Yeah, the last when we watched it, which was about a week ago, it was only on um, Amazon Prime for another nine days. Uh, so, YouTube? You have to rent it, though, huh? Yeah, you have to rent it. I think, yeah. So you probably have to rent it if you went to go watch it. Mm-hmm. We right. give it a great review if you like musicals, though, so <laughs> if you yeah. want to watch it, try it out. <laughs> I'm sure you can find it somewhere. <laughs> Let us know if you liked it or your review on it if you want to. Let no. us know on our Facebook or our Twitter or our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope you guys are having a good day, life, whatever. If not, I hope our podcast can bring you some joy to your life. <laughs> Hopefully. I hope that you could laugh a little bit with us for 30 minutes or so. Yeah, depending on how long of an episode we decide to make. (laughs) 
But yeah, if you enjoy our stupidity and riffraff, then good. Good. It's just for you. It's just for you. We actually don't like each other. We just do this for you. No. <laughs> just kidding. Oh. I'm just kidding. Yes, she doesn't like me, guys. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I love you. Guys, we never are nice to each other. Yeah. We're never, like, touchy-feely. Mm-mm. We don't touch each other. The most I've ever touched her is when I dyed her hair really poorly. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's right. I was she, like. She, like, looked back at me and she was like, you've never touched me this much. And I was like, you right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was so weird. So, what are we talking about next week, Catherine? <laughs> next week, we're going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> Ooh. Scary. And um, if, you know what, I would really like to hear any of your guys' spooky stories. So right. if you guys could, like, send us any kind of spooky stories on, like, Facebook or Instagram. Anything that's happened spooky in your town or, like, mm-hmm. in your life. Did you live with a ghost? <gasps> Is your mom a medium? Ooh. Any of those kinds of things. <laughs> oh Have you God. ever seen an alien? Like, come on. Ever seen a UFO? <laughs> like, I'm curious. I just want to know. Or if y'all don't and you're like us, do you have any, like, favorite places you want to go? Like, haunted places? Like, for me, I want to go to the Waverly Hill Sanatorium that we did. That's why we did our first episode on that. <laughs> um, or... I want to go to the Queen Mary. Yes, I want to go there, too. Yeah. Or I do want to go to Bob Mackey's. Oh, yeah. The other one in Kentucky. Yeah. That we were talking about. All right, spooky babes. So, as you lay your head down tonight... After watching the amazing Repo, the Genetic Opera. Sing the little songs in your head. <laughs> do the Zydrate Anatomy dance. <laughs> and the little dancing on graveyard, dancing on gravestones. Yeah. As you as you dream of, of, of the songs that are in Repo, mm-hmm. you lay your little head down on your pillow. We will see you. In your nightmares. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Goodbye, guys. <laughs>